Welcome to Beyond the Bridge with psychic medium and animal communicator, Samantha Jones. We are glad you are here and hope you enjoy the next hour where Samantha and her guest will help connect you to the magic of the universe, as well as to your loved ones and pets, both here and beyond the bridge. And now, Samantha Jones. Hello, friends, and welcome to Beyond the Bridge. I am your host, Samantha Jones. Thank you for being here today. You are all so special to me, and I appreciate you for being here and hope that you are having a wonderful week so far. Last week, my guest was my husband and co-host of Spiritual Philosophy Chatter with the Joneses, Danny Jones. We talked about his journey through his spiritual awakening and finding his purpose, as well as about his art and music. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that yet, it's available on all major podcast platforms. Just search for Beyond the Bridge. This week, we are going to talk about a topic that I get asked a lot about in my line of work, and that is awakening your spiritual gifts. Contrary to what some may think, we all have abilities and gifts that are natural to us. This whole telepathy thing, this is not something new. This is not something that um, we should shy away from. It's natural. And, And I truly believe that in ancient civilizations, Um, that they use telepathy to communicate with each other. And and if you are an alien person like myself, I believe that aliens communicate with each other telepathically and that we can do it as well. We just just don't know that and we have to kind of teach ourselves. Uh, We all have what's called a third eye and this third eye is the gateway to opening your gifts. Your third eye is in the middle of your forehead between your eyes just a little ways up and that's also um, your third eye chakra if you're into chakras. Um, Most of the time, our gifts aren't really that hidden. It's just that people have this weird idea of what spiritual gifts are and how they work. Spiritual gifts are misunderstood by much of society because they're kind of thought of as like magical and supernatural and, and not everyone believes in those types of things. But they are actually way more than that. And they're given to us for divine reasons. They are about healing people, including ourselves, to heal and to grow during our time on this planet. That's that's really what we're here to do. Have you ever turned around and felt somebody staring at you or you've thought of a person randomly and like they've popped into your head and then maybe you've run into them later in the day or they call you or something like that? Or maybe you just like walked into a, a room and, you know, the saying you can cut the tension with a knife. Maybe you felt that. Well, those are using your spiritual gifts, your built-in spiritual gifts without even knowing it. I have not been a professional psychic my whole life. This part didn't open until about five years ago. Before that, there were many signs that I had these abilities, but I didn't understand. I thought if you're psychic, you have to know everything. And that's not the case at all. We are shown things and told things that the universe feels will help us help ourselves and others. Sometimes those things may be warnings of things to come to help us prepare ourselves. Sometimes they're tips from the universe to make our day go smoother. And as your abilities grow, these things happen more and more. And you can, like for me, a lot of times I can revolve my day around the tips that I get from the other side now because my abilities have grown to that point. A lot of times we develop these abilities during childhood. As children, we notice more, we see more, we hear more, 
We even trust more. But as we age, we are told that we're too sensitive or that ghosts aren't real or that pain is physical and not emotional. I know growing up, I was very, very sensitive to all of this. I felt things. I just didn't know what I was feeling and what was going on. And I was told that I was too sensitive and I was made to feel like I was different. And so I just let those things kind of go. You you start to think of them as imaginary, as these things can't possibly be real because you know, my elders are making me feel like they're not or or whatever. And then because they're pushed away, we have to open them up at a later age. But most people, really, if you think about it, most people don't. They just don't. And it it's not that they can't. It's that they don't even think about it. And so they have all of these things that they could be using and they just don't. So if you're on this spiritual path, and you are building, trying to build your abilities, trying to figure out how to even open these, where to start, you are way ahead of a lot of people because a lot of people don't even believe this. There's so much going on in this universe. It would take me weeks and weeks and weeks to talk about all of it because there is so much that from a human standpoint, we can't even understand. And when you go through this kind of spiritual awakening and you start opening these spiritual gifts, you start to notice this more and more and start to realize that life is really kind of like a video game. And if you learn how to play the video game correctly, it becomes a lot easier. And a part of playing the video game easier is using these these senses that you have that you don't use. And in a little bit, we're going to get into what those different senses are. But I, I want you guys to, to understand, too, that, you know, like I said, I haven't always been a psychic, but I have always had these types of things happening to me, these visions. But there's nothing special about me. There's nothing that makes it easier for me to do this than it is for anybody else to do this. It's just something that um, I'm more open to than some people are because I believe it. I have always believed it. I've always felt this deeper sense of connection. So I think that having faith and having that belief that there is something out there more than what you can physically see and what you can physically feel, that if you can open yourself up to that, you right there have have opened yourself to saying to the universe, okay, I'm I am good with this. Show me what you want to show me without even having to say that. I can look back at so many times in my life that I had visions or just new things or would just hear things. And I had no idea what was going on. I just thought, you know, this was a random coincidence. I didn't think I was psychic. I didn't understand opening these abilities, but these things started happening to me I can remember them as young as as five years old. Um, one of the ones that stands out the most to me is that my mom became pregnant with her second child and she uh, miscarried. And I was, let's see, I would have been nine years old at the time. And I really didn't even know what miscarrying was, but I was with my grandmother. I remember I was with her and she was getting ready to take me back to my mom's house. And I just had this feeling. There was just this feeling that came over me of you, your mom's lost the baby. There's no more baby. 
I could feel my grandmother's energy. I remember that. She didn't have to say anything. I could just feel that there was something weird there. And when I got home to my mom, that's exactly what she told me. She didn't even have to tell me. I actually told her. She said, I need you to sit down. I have something to tell you. And I and I told her. And, you know, I thought that was just a coincidence that somehow it just, you know, was a coincidence that that I knew that. My, I think this was my junior year of high school. We, I went to an all girl high school and they did this like award ceremony once a year. And I remember sitting in class before this award ceremony, my junior year, and all of a sudden thinking about this scholarship that they give away every year to the one girl in the school that has raised their GPA the most over the last year. And all of a sudden, I just felt like I was going to get that award out of absolutely nowhere. And I turned to a friend and I said, if you're going to get one of those awards, do they tell you ahead of time? And she's like, I, I don't know. So as we were walking down to the auditorium, my grandparents come walking up and I was like, OK, I, I knew I knew that I was going to get that award. And I did. That's just that's clear knowing that's using your psychic senses to tell you that something is going to happen. Why they tell us these kinds of things, I I don't know. Like why I was told that ahead of time, I don't know. Maybe to prepare myself, maybe to be excited. But it's pretty cool that they will give you that kind of information. Um, I've also uh, was able to predict earthquakes from a young age. I don't even know what where that would fit in, what kind of psychic sense that is. Uh, but I, that's a like a change in the energy of the earth, basically, that you're picking up on. And I know that there are a lot of people that are able to do this as well. I did not know that this was what I was doing. But actually, yesterday was the 29th anniversary of the Northridge earthquake. And when that happened, I lived, oh, gosh, I don't know, like, I'm like 20 minutes, 25 minutes from the epicenter. So we felt it pretty strong. I was asleep when it happened. But each aftershock that we had, I was able to feel that it was coming. I didn't know that this was what was happening, but I just started getting really, really nervous. And I would like cry for no reason and started to put two and two together. And it was one of the reasons that I decided to leave California to go back to Las Vegas was because I didn't like that feeling. And now being back in California for, I don't know how long have I been here, 13 years, um, I, I have experienced it again, and I have had those moments of of being able to predict the earthquakes. Um, those, like I said, I don't know where those that fits into the psychic ability, but if you're sensitive to energy, of course you're going to pick up on those things. So as you progress in opening your abilities, these are things to think about, things that you might start feeling. I can feel when there's a thunderstorm coming. I can feel the lightning. It makes my skin prickly. That again don't know where that fits in but these are the things that happen so you might be right now looking back going oh my gosh I have had similar things like this happen my whole life and didn't even realize it it's because you have this in you it's because you naturally have this ability in you to talk to the universe to to accept messages from the universe to you know connect yourself to them and you just don't know that and so that's what we need to do is open that up. And some people are lucky. Some people open this from a very young age, but a lot of people don't. The people that I work with that are interested in opening these abilities, they, they're they my age or you know maybe a little younger or older, but not children. 
you know, I, I have met people that have had this these abilities from young child, but most people do have to develop them. You have to work on them just like anything else. And something that I think is important for people to know is that if you do decide to open these abilities, it doesn't mean that you have to use them professionally. It doesn't mean that it has to become a big part of your life. Will it? Well, I think once you start to open it and see just how magnificent this kind of life is and having that connection, I think you'll you'll want it. But you don't have to. Um, my stepdaughter and my brother, I have been told, both have these abilities strongly, that they have visions. Um, Marina, my stepdaughter, has talked about it. My brother, on the other hand, he's scared to death of it. He won't. He wants nothing to do with it. But they both do not want to do it as a profession, for sure. And I've reassured them that they don't. And I think that's something that when people hear, you know, oh, you have these psychic abilities that they think, oh, well, then maybe I'm, you know, I'm chosen to be here to be a psychic. Well, not necessarily. You might be, but you need to follow your passions. And helping people with these abilities doesn't mean that you have to do them for a living. I have a friend who is um, a wonderful medium, and she her main job is as a hairdresser. She does not charge for, do, for doing readings. She just loves to do it. Uh, and, and it's a shame because she actually lives in a part of the country where she can't be open about her abilities. So she's very like in the closet with it. And she's wonderful, um, but she doesn't use it professionally. It's just to help other people. And I feel like that is what the universe wants us to do, that if you start to open these and you feel that connection, that you should help people. If you have visions about things that could help them or, you know, whatever, that that's kind of what we're put here for is to help other people. And even if that means helping them to see that these abilities are real, because for some people that that might just be it, that hey, look, I, I can do this. So can you let me help you to open these or just by being yourself. A lot of times it rubs off on people and they, you know, pick up on that. And it's it. So you can help people in so many different ways with this. It does not mean that you have to do it professionally. Something that bothers me that I like to point out with this is when people open these abilities to use them to defraud others. And that does happen is, oh, now I have these psychic abilities. I, I know how to read tarot. I, I can you know do this to, to make money in an, a negative kind of way. That's not what they're giving them, giving us these abilities for. We're supposed to help people in the positive way. I don't understand, honestly, how people can do that. Like ever since I've developed my abilities, it's made me want to be a better person in so many ways that I just can't imagine wanting to defraud people with them. But it happens every single day, every day. Um, so that is one's negative side to this, but it's all about how you decide to use it, what you decide to do with it. Um, this physical realm that we live in is such a small part of, of what is actually going on. And I feel like once you open these things and start to see with your third eye, there's no going back from it. So that is definitely something else to take into consideration is that, you know, it doesn't turn off. Uh, you can, you know, just like anything else, you can pretend it's not there. But once you really start to open it, I feel like it's it'll always be there. 
that uh, even, you know, if you don't want it to happen, I, I know a lot of people like that, that they say, well, I have these visions and I really wish they would stop. But there's a reason why you're being shown these visions and and a reason why the universe is is confiding in you and wanting to do this. So if you are having those kinds of things happening to you, the visions, the knowings and all of that, there's definitely a reason why the universe is speaking out to you to listen to this show to start to open those abilities and all of that. So we're going to take a break here in a minute. When we come back, we're going to talk a bit about the different types of abilities because I did not know this. Like when I started this, I thought you're just psychic, right? There's just being a psychic. Well, there's way more to this than that. And you can be one like just a psychic or you can be a psychic plus like 10 other different things. So we're going to get into that after the break. Uh, and then we'll talk about things that you can do to open these abilities in the last part of the show. I will be taking callers in the second and third part of the show. If you want to call in, that number is 888-346-9141. And if you have questions um, pertaining to what we're talking about today with the uh, opening up of your spiritual gifts, then give me a call. I would love to talk to you. So let's go ahead and take that quick break, everybody. We will be right back in just a moment. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Have you ever suffered grief from the loss of a loved one or pet? Do you ask yourself questions like where did they go and what are they doing? Do you have guilt for things left unsaid or feel the need for answers about the loss you never received? Join Samantha Jones, psychic medium and animal communicator, every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, where her and her guests will discuss all things beyond the bridge. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge with Samantha Jones. Have a question for Samantha or her guests? Or would you like a reading? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. 3469141 Now back to the show with Samantha 
Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for being here again today. So before we get into the different types of psychic senses, I want to say something. I want to say that this is not evil. There's nothing dark about this. You're not going to open some kind of portal to a bad place or whatever it is that people think that could happen when you start to open these abilities. That is all, I don't know, hype, sensationalism for the movies, whatever you want to call it, you know, religious things that they give you uh, to keep you held in fear. But that's not real. There's nothing evil about these abilities at all. So I just wanted you guys to know that. So um, we have all of these basic human senses, right? Like touch, taste, sight, hearing, feeling. And then we talk about this sixth sense right? Which is the telepathy and and all of that that comes with this. But in that sixth sense, you have all of those human senses, but in what is called the clair, like clairvoyance, clairaudience, that which means clear. And this is, these are your senses that go along with your human senses. So for example, we have clairvoyance. You probably hear that one the most often. And what clairvoyance is, is clear seeing, and that allows you to see through your third eye. This gift allows you to pick up on information about a person by seeing images or symbols that pertain to something going on in another person's life or even in your own. A clairvoyant person may see with their physical or spiritual eyes, angels, spirits, and other images in the spiritual world. Um, I see shadows a lot of times. I know a lot of people do. So that's something that as you're opening these gifts, you might start to notice uh, is shadow people, shadow animals that you'll catch out the side of your eye and then they go away. Um, so that's a part of clairvoyance. And then you have clairaudience. And this is receiving a message through hearing. But this is not necessarily your physical hearing. Like sometimes I'll hear something like it sounds like it's a physical hearing. But most of the time, it's just like when we're kind of talking to ourselves in our head, when we're daydreaming, having those own our own thoughts. That's what this is like. So if I get a message that's incoming from a spirit, um, it just sounds like my own voice most of the time, unless they're trying to get a point across like if the person has an accent or something, then I might hear that person's voice. But most of the time, the messages are in my own voice if I'm hearing them that way. So just like um, talking to yourself. Then there's claircognizance. And claircognizance is clear knowing. This is when we have knowledge of people or events that we would not normally have knowledge about. Spirit in impresses us with truths that simply pop into our minds from out of nowhere. You know, you might just all of a sudden you're like, wow, how did I know that? Uh, people ask me all the time, how did you know that? I don't know. I just knew it. And that's the that's the claircognizance. You just you just know. I don't know how else to explain that one. Uh, and then there is clairsentience. And that entails feeling feelings of a person's or spirit's emotions or feeling another's physical pain. This is kind of similar to being an empath, um, but you might like, even with your own body, your own body might react. Like if your stomach starts to hurt and maybe, you know, like I, I have do when I do readings sometimes on animals, I can feel where their pain was. So my stomach might start to hurt. I might get nauseous, might have a little bit of a headache. That's where this comes from. Sometimes this can even entail getting the chills. 
if you're physically affected by that spirit coming in, you might get the chills and that type of thing. Listening to music, uh, the music is divine. And when we listen to it and connect to it, a lot of times we get the hair that stands up on our arms. When you start to open these abilities, it's, it's like comes in your whole body, like goosebumps everywhere and the hair standing up everywhere. And it's this just amazing feeling of rush of emotions. And that fits into this too, into this clear feeling. A couple of the crazier ones, I think, because they happen to me very rarely, and I don't hear this from a lot of people, but there is also smell and taste senses that come along with this. So the first time that this happened to me, I was doing a reading for a lady whose grandmother had passed away. And we were, what the spirits do is they confirm things by telling me things I couldn't possibly know about maybe things people did together. And so this grandmother and granddaughter one of the things that they loved to do was watch movies together. And I believe it was like a Friday night ritual that they would watch movies. And all of a sudden I started smelling popcorn and I was like, why am I smelling popcorn? And then I heard movies and she said, well, that's because my grandmother and I used to watch a movie together every Friday night. So I was smelling the popcorn. I was just that that tripped me out totally. And then as a pet sitter, I used to like dogs would tell me that they needed to go to the bathroom by me being able to smell it. Like it would smell like they went to the bathroom in the house. My own dogs even use that. Um, sometimes my black lab, I'll, I'll smell like it smells like one of the dogs peed in the house and I know that they didn't. And that's his way of telling me that he needs to go out to go to the bathroom. So that's a very strange one. Taste. I don't know that I've ever experienced the taste one. Maybe I can't really remember uh, but those two are probably two of the least common types of spiritual senses. There is also energy healing. Energy healing is amazing. And I have always felt like this was something that I could do even before I knew what it was. And now it's become a big part of what I do. Basically, energy healing is trying to balance somebody's energy, whether it's physically, mentally, with your energy. So let's say, for example, like um, my husband, he has some back issues. So let's say that his back is hurting. I will focus in on that part of his back, that specific part. Sometimes I'll do it as Reiki and I will like put my hands on him. But if he's like in the other room or whatever, I don't even need to be in the same room. I just close my eyes and I visualize pulling that pain out of his back. And it, it really does work. I also do this with uh, our dogs, when they have the hiccups or anything like that, that you just kind of you're pulling that kind of energy out, getting rid of it. But the thing about the energy healing is then this kind of transfers to you and you have to learn how to let it go. So obviously I can't get into all of these things in this episode. So I wanted to let you, you guys know that for my podcast that I have with my husband, Spiritual Philosophy Chatter with the Joneses, most of these topics have been talked about in depth on that show. So if you're interested in energy healing, that episode is number 98. So maybe jot these down. I have a few others that I'll give you uh, throughout the episode. But energy healing fascinates me. It's one of my favorite things to do. And I keep trying to do different things with it. And, and it, it is really amazing to see how you can heal yourself and heal others with this type of healing. Uh, then there's telepathy. Telepathy allows for mind-to-mind -mind or spirit-to-spirit -spirit communication without actually communicating verbally or even physically. Telepathic communication between people and animals is obviously a 
proven fact. It is the thing that I do the most. That is how I communicate with the animals. It's telepathic. Uh, just like how a mother instinctively knows when her children are in danger or we all like tap into this type of energy. I'm sure that you felt this before. This is the, this is the telepathy uh, that also the spiritual philosophy chatter. We have episodes for that. Number 93 is for the human telepathy and number 95 is animal telepathy. So maybe have a listen to those. If that's something that you're interested in learning more about. One of the harder abilities if you want to call it that, is being an empath. Empathy it allows a person to feel other people's feelings, their emotions. And that's why I was saying before that that other sense kind of is like this, but it's it's a little bit different. Being an empath, you feel people's energy so strong, not just people, but animals. For somebody that's an empath, it's very important for them to have the type of env environment that is balanced because they picked up pick up on other people's emotions and feelings. So like for me, I need an environment where it's calm because I am an empath and I pick up on everybody's emotions and feelings. If I lived in chaos, I don't know how I could do that. Uh, so if you're an empath, you feel all of these things from other people their emotions, their physical feelings, whatever it may be. You have to learn as an empath to put up uh, put up boundaries so that you don't let other people's energy affect you that much. But that can be really hard. So we did an episode on that too, but, and I thought I jotted it down. If I find it along the way, I'll let you know. But we did do an empathy episode as well. Some other really cool things that you can learn to do in these abilities is things like astral projection. Astral projection is, it's difficult. This is not something that I've even been able to do. We did do an episode on this one as well. It's episode 91. Astral projection is kind of like lucid dreaming where you are kind of projecting yourself out into the universe. You're kind of in a sleep state, but you're I don't know what you would call it, your subconscious or whatever is awake and it travels. Uh, it, it's kind of trippy. Nev I have never been able to accomplish this yet. I have tried. I stopped a long time ago because one of the steps in this astral projection is, um, what do they call that? Sleep paralysis. You have to put yourself into like this sleep state. And if you don't do it correctly, then the sleep paralysis happens. And if you've ever had that, that's that's no fun. Nobody likes that. Uh, another thing is automatic writing. This is similar to using a Ouija board. This is why I really don't understand why people freak out about using a Ouija board. There's nothing bad about it. It's just another way of communicating with the other side. Automatic writing is what they used before Ouija boards were available. Because believe it or not, in like the 1800s, this was used normally. People didn't live as long as they live now. So People wanted to communicate with their loved ones after they died. They used Ouija boards or automatic writing. What automatic writing is, is you just sit down and you start writing. You, whatever comes to you, you just write. And, and I've done this many times. It's kind of like channeling, except channeling isn't writing things down. It's just allowing it to flow through your mouth. Um, but the automatic writing, you can get some good information out of that. You just have to let it go. You have to trust and just write. Don't think about what you're doing. Just, just write. 
There's also dream telepathy. A lot of people can uh, get predictions out of their dreams or talk to the other side through their dreams. I truly believe that when we sleep at night, this is not just our bodies resting. It's like plugging your cell phone in, right? You're charging yourself up for the next day, but not just physically and emotionally, spiritually as well. So I believe that our our soul or whatever goes to a place when we sleep and we interact with our loved ones on the other side. Maybe we discuss what we're going to do the next day, whatever. But there's something that's happening while we are sleeping. And a lot of times our dreams will tell us about this. And so people learn how to do dream analysis and that kind of thing. So that's also another kind of gift that you can open. Um, Seeing auras is another one. This I tr- I started trying to do this at the beginning of my spiritual journey. It's really not hard. You just have to put somebody up against a, a white wall and you'll see their aura around their head and their shoulders. And sometimes if it comes to you psychically, you will be able to see a color in their aura as well and be able to tell them things about themselves through that aura. A few of the other things are animal telepathy, and mediumship. So I wanted to talk real quick about the differences between being a psychic, a medium, and an animal communicator, because they are all parts of these gifts. They're just a little bit different. So like I had mentioned at the beginning of this, you don't have to have all of these abilities, okay? Some people only have one. Some people have all of them. If you have medium abilities, which is the ability to talk to spirits on the other side, then you most likely have psychic abilities as well. They say if you have medium abilities, you definitely have psychic abilities, but I'm sure that there's the occasion that that's not how it is. So I don't want to say every time, but most of the time you will also have the psychic abilities and the psychic abilities is the ability to tune into other people to tell, you can tell them about themselves, about their future, about what type of person they are. Um, Anything, anything uh, falls into that psychic category when it's about other people. And then the animal side of things obviously is the communicating with animals. So this is three different types of uh, psychic abilities or spiritual gifts, if you will. So let's see. So There's a lot of ways that you can work on opening these abilities. And you know what? We are going to be taking a break here in just a few minutes. So I'm not going to get into this until the last part. Let's wait for this until the last part. So let me give you a little bit of information about next week's episode. We'll just do that until the break. And then we'll come back. When we come back, we'll talk about um, how to open these abilities, different things that you can do to work on them, to learn more about them. I have a couple of listener questions, people that couldn't call into the show that sent me their questions, and I'll answer those as well. So for next week, I am going to have actually one of my clients on. Uh, My husband made this suggestion a while back. He's like, you know, you should really have a normal person, an average person, somebody that isn't related to you, doesn't, you know, have these abilities, whatever, have them on your show to talk about these things. And so I'm going to have my client, Amanda, on the show. She, I think we're going to talk mostly about synchronicities and learning to talk to the universe through signs, because that's something that she's really opened up. But we're going to talk, too, about how, like, I've been able to help her to open these things and how I've been able to help her with her dogs because 
she's a lot like me that she she gets nervous when she travels and doesn't like to leave her dogs alone. So I give her dogs messages before she travels and it really helps. So we're going to talk about all of those things. So that's next week. And then the week after that, I'm going to have Mystic Molly on my show. She is a tarot reader. You might know her from TikTok or Instagram. If you don't know her, look her up, Mystic Molly. She's fabulous. I just love her energy so much. I I don't know what it is about her. Something just drew me to her and I was like, I want to be friends with her and have her on my show. And so that's exactly what has happened. So two weeks, she will be on the show. And I'm very excited about that one. And it's funny because she has like a hundred and something thousand followers on TikTok and she's nervous about coming on the show. I'm like, you don't, don't be nervous about coming on the show. So, so anytime that you guys are like, you know, I want to call in, but I'm nervous, just know that people that do this all the time, that voices are broadcasted or even like, like Molly, where she's on TikTok and her face is plastered there, still nervous about coming on the show totally normal. All right. So let's go ahead and take that break. We will be back in just a moment and we will talk about ways to help you open up your spiritual gifts. Stay tuned, everyone. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Life can be confusing at times. There can be uncertainty, disappointment, and an inability to clearly see where you're headed. But it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life. Tune in to Living the Miracle with your hosts, Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life, have certainty in yourself, and learn to be clairvoyant. Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Connect with us, and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge with Samantha Jones. Have a question for Samantha or her guests, or would you like a reading? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show with Samantha. Welcome back, everybody, and thank you for being here today for opening up your spiritual gifts. I love talking about this. I love helping people with this subject. So if there's things that we didn't talk about today or you need some extra help, please feel free to reach out to me. I love to mentor people in this area. 
uh, I learn along with you. So it's a wonderful experience for everybody. So if you're interested in anything like that, you can find my website, samanthajonespsychicmedium.com. You can email me from there or email me at beyondthebridge11 at gmail.com. So one thing that I had mentioned in the previous segment is that you can have one of these abilities. You can have two. You can have them all. I did not know this when I started doing this. Nobody told me. Some people are just clairvoyant. Some are just empath. So I didn't pigeonhole myself. And I have all of these abilities. I use all of them besides maybe the, the sense of taste. I use them all. And so I highly suggest not to pigeonhole yourself if you, there's usually something that we're better at, like, I, but I, I don't know, like I get visions and know things and hear things uh, all the same amount of time. So I really don't know what my strongest psychic sense is, but a lot of people do have one and that's cool, but don't pigeonhole yourself into thinking that that's the only sense that you have, like grow with these things, open them up more try and see what else, because you might be surprised with yourself that you have a lot more of these gifts than you thought. So I want to answer one of the questions that was submitted by a listener. She said, this is from Kathy. She says, where does one start on the spiritual journey to grow, gain more knowledge, etc.? Is there a starting point you recommend learning about first? I struggle with what to learn and work on first to begin my awakening keeping in mind those who are brand new may not know what route to take. And you know what? I totally understand because I didn't either. When this all happened for me and I had my spiritual awakening and found out about my gifts, I was completely lost and felt so alone. I didn't have anybody to turn to because I didn't know anybody that had been through this before. And it was a very, very lonely process when you know you're trying to figure out for yourself how am i supposed to do this where am i supposed to start and there's another thing that comes with it is that you kind of want to do it all or at least i did i was like okay i want to be able to do all of this right now and you have to realize that this takes time and i'm 5 years into this spiritual awakening and it has completely transformed my life but it has taken a lot of time. So don't think it's going to happen overnight or that you have to do it all at once because that's not going to happen. I don't know if there is one place to tell everybody to start here because everybody's different. But I'm going to give you some suggestions on ways to open up your abilities and you pick what, what sounds the best for you and work on that first. Baby steps is really important. When you get deeper into this, a lot of times something called shadow work comes up. And the shadow work is trying to work on yourself and fixing the things about yourself that you don't necessarily like. I learned at that point when I started doing the shadow work that I have to take one thing at a time. Because if I would have tried to tackle two different things about myself that I didn't like, it would have been too much. So just with anything that you do on this spiritual journey, just remember that. Just baby steps. You don't have to do it all at once. It takes time and there's nothing wrong with that. But let me give you some suggestions of different things that you can do to try and start to figure out what your gifts are and how to open them up. First of all, I feel like the most important thing for most people 
myself included, is learning how to meditate. And this is something that has gotten a really like bad rap. Like in the movies and stuff, you see people meditating and they're totally peaceful and calm and they're um and they're, you know, cross-legged, whatever. They're they look so peaceful. This is not what meditation actually is. So this is one of the episodes of Spiritual Philosophy Chatter. I would highly recommend going back and listening to this is episode 101. And it breaks down meditation, grounding. Uh, my husband at the end plays guitar and I do a sample meditation. When I first started opening up my abilities, I felt this need to calm myself. I was a stress case all the time. My my vibration was way lower than it is now. So I was like, you could always tell on the outside that I was nervous all the time. Meditation is what helped to calm me down. It's what helped to teach me to slow my mind down. But at first it was really hard to understand what I was supposed to do. And I didn't have somebody telling me what to do or helping me. So I learned the hard way that it's not about what you read online or what somebody tells you to do as far as meditation goes. It's about doing what you can do to quiet your mind, doing what feels right for you. For me, the best way for me to meditate is in the shower with music on. It helps to calm me down. I it it a lot of people find that they fall asleep when they meditate. You shouldn't be falling asleep. It, it shouldn't be that difficult. So if you are falling asleep, then it, this is the type of situation that would be better for you. Maybe a, a shower type situation. Anyways, I don't want to go on and on and on about meditation. Listen to episode 101 of Spiritual Philosophy Chatter. Trust me, it'll get into all this. It'll explain why it's so important and how to do it in a way that works for you, not what you might think it is. If you're meditating for a half hour you're and you don't know what you're doing and you're starting out, you're meditating for way too long. So have a listen to that episode. Other things that are important in opening these spiritual gifts, ways to open them up, you need to release the fear and stop worrying about what other people think. You have to trust in the universe, trust in yourself that this is actually what's going on. If you don't believe it, it's not going to happen for you. If you think that you can't do this, it's not going to happen. You have to trust yourself. And thinking, you know, worrying about what other people think on the outside is not going to help either. And it really doesn't matter. That And that's a whole part of like finding your community because there's so many of us out there that um, have these kinds of abilities that we've opened, that you can have plenty of people to talk to. I didn't know this at first myself. I had to find that. Uh, I went on Facebook and I looked for different groups that were learning groups of how to open abilities, which there are many of. You just just search for those. Um, and I I learned in these groups and I met people. I met people that were just opening their abilities like myself. And I also, for the spiritual philosophy chatter podcast, we have a discussion group. And that's something else that we talk about in the discussion group. So that would be a good group to join as well. And you can find that on Facebook, spiritual philosophy chatter with the Joneses discussion group. So let's see what else. Um, it's also important to have like a quiet space, a sacred space where you can work on this because you need your quiet time. This was something I felt very drawn to at first, and I didn't really understand why, but I made myself almost like a shrine in my office 
I got a Buddha statue and candles and crystals and tapestries. And I just made this section of my office into this meditative area where I felt comfortable. And I just did whatever felt right. You know, I I think at first I felt like I was trying to be somebody that I wasn't. I've always loved crystals and tapestries and Buddha and all those things, but it's never been like a part of my life. So I felt almost like I was lying about who I was, but that's who I wanted to be. And so I started adding these things to my life and it helped me to become this spiritual person, to open more of my spiritual side. So when you bring these things into your home and into your life, it helps you to align with what you're trying to bring in. So creating that space is important. Um, Also, asking for what you need from your family during this process, your family, your friends, whoever, during this process, you need understanding if you need quiet time to meditate, whatever you need to help you to understand this better, you ask them for, because that's the most important areas home. You need to have peace in your home. So it is very important. And even with your friends, you know, maybe you don't understand why I'm doing this, but, you know, please allow me to do it. There are a lot of tools that you can use to open these abilities. You can use things like tarot cards. Uh, We did an episode on tarot cards. That's episode 108. Tarot cards are extremely accurate. And I would suggest that if this is an area that you want to open up and to help you learn about your psychic abilities and all that, I would suggest taking an online course, maybe on something like Udemy or even looking into a website like Biddy Tarot, B-I-D-D-Y Tarot, where it can help you to understand tarot cards more because like I said, they are highly, highly accurate, but if you're reading them wrong, they can really freak you out. So be careful with those. If you're interested in opening the like psychic side, the, the, you know, communicating with the other side and the universe and all that doing exercises to try and open this stuff is, is very, very helpful. One of the exercises that I started doing early on is I would do things like when I was driving, trying to predict what color the light was going to be when I got there. Uh, Just simple things like that. You know, if I'm the next person that's going to text me, who's it going to be? Whatever, you know, the next person I see, what color are they going to be wearing? Things like that. You play games with yourself like that to try and figure out when you're actually hearing the voice that's telling you the right things. There's something else that is used a lot. This is called Zenner cards. You might remember these in like the movies, like Ghostbusters at the very beginning, they use those. They have like the plus signs and circle and square and, and, and whatnot. And these cards teach you how to listen. They teach you how to pay attention to the signs that you're being given. So like uh, I, there's an app where you can use these Zenner cards and you can do colors. And so for me, like, what will happen is when I do the colors, a color in the room will stand out to me. There's usually like between three and five color cards, depending on what you choose. Uh, A color will stand out to me and I will know that it's that color. So uh, let's see, we are running out of time. So I want to quickly tell you some more things that you can do. And like I said, if if you want to reach out to me, if you need more help with this, please do. 
But a couple other things that are really important is journaling. If you can keep a journal of everything that you're doing, how you're feeling, what you're thinking, what your visions are, you know, anything that happens to you through the day. Next week, we're going to talk about the synchronicities, like I mentioned, and talking to the universe. And so that will help to explain, you know, maybe some things that you can journal a little bit more, but keeping tabs on everything like that when you draw cards for yourself. Uh, sometimes I take a picture of them so that later in the day I can look back and go, okay, that's what the cards meant for this day. That type of thing. Um, also playing games with your friends, trying to predict like what, how many fingers they're holding up. Or like I had one time with a friend of mine where she was sending me gifts on the phone and I was sending her back the gift she was about to send me. So like before I was receiving her, she was getting from me what she was about to send me. Just fun games like that will help you to work on your abilities. Uh, learning to pe read people's energy. When somebody walks in a room, what does it feel like? What do they feel like? Notice that. Take account of, do they feel depressed? Do they feel happy? Read their body language. Look at all of that. And that will help you to learn how to read other people. Okay. So a couple of the other episodes of Spiritual Philosophy Chatter that I wanted to point out while we still have a moment, is episode 32 is about your psychic senses. If you're interested in hearing more about the clairvoyance, clairaudience, uh, empath, uh, any of those things, you can learn more on that episode. Life as an empath, episode 146. If you're an empath or wondering if you are, that is a great episode to listen to. We also did an entire episode on the third eye, which is also called the pineal gland. And you can find that episode 124. This last week, our episode was coming out of the spiritual closet. So if you're on this journey and you're trying to open up these psychic senses or spiritual gifts, have a, have a listen to that episode because we talk about how to help yourself to deal with family, friends, people around you that may not totally understand what's going on. Because a lot of times you might get some, you know, your family might not completely understand or, or whatever. You might not want to talk about it, but it's good to talk about. So that episode is all about coming out of the spiritual closet there. So like I said, next week, I will have my client Amanda on and we will talk about synchronicities and about signs from the universe. That's a lovely subject. Love to talk about that. So if you have any questions about that, please feel free to send them to me beyond the bridge 11 at gmail.com. Thank you so much, everybody, for being here. As always, if you'd like to find me, samanthajonespsychicmedium.com, you can book an appointment there, get more information about me, find old episodes of the podcast and this show as well. So I hope that you all have a wonderful week. Thank you for joining me again this week. And until then, everyone, peace and love. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Beyond the Bridge. We hope you will join Samantha and next week's guest for more eye-opening ways to connect to the universe. Until next week, peace and love.